Hello, hello everyone, and welcome back to the Relove Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ezzy Spencer, and I am thrilled to be here with you and to be finishing out 2022 with you and to be opening up 2023 with you as well, because I am really adamant that love is possible. Love is possible in 2023, and if you are ready, or if you are in the process of getting ready to be ready for love, then you are absolutely in the right place listening to this podcast. I have got so many awesome episodes coming down the pipeline to really support you with love and dating and relationships in the current weird moment. And let's be honest, like it is a very weird moment. It's also a wonderful moment, honestly, in the dating world. And I think that's the piece that perhaps doesn't get talked about as much. And I don't want to underestimate the fact that dating online has gone through such an incredible, unbelievable acceleration and disruption. Like dating right now is just completely different from how it was 10 years ago. And in addition to that, you can also have a really good time and you can also find love. And may 2023 be your year for love. It is absolutely possible for you to find that love. I see it all the time with my clients. I help women from their 20s through to their 60s to step into the next level, beautiful, soul-aligned relationships that they have been craving. And really what I find the characteristics for success are are these. Firstly, it's about actually being motivated, like not kind of umming or ahhing, do I want it or I'm not sure, or maybe if it turns up or whatever, being like, no, there is a true desire in my heart to be in a loving communion with somebody. I have got that longing inside of me. I'm going to listen to that. I am going to follow the whispers of my heart. I am really motivated to create that relationship because I know it's right for me. And by the way, I don't think everybody needs to be in relationship. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that one of the characteristics for success in finding love is actually connecting with a true, genuine, intrinsic motivation that you desire it and not trying to talk yourself out of it. You know, really, if you are having a true desire from within to be in an intimate connection, a loving relationship, you know, one where you're being met in all of the ways, which includes sensuality, which includes companionship, all of these things. If you're listening to that and you're giving that priority in your life, if you're giving your heart's voice priority in your life, if you are intrinsically motivated, then you will succeed. In addition to that, being honest, really being honest about what it is that you want and maybe honest about the fact that what it is that you are experiencing is not what you want. And maybe there could be something going on underneath the hood, like not your fault, by the way, really, really, really important if we're ever talking about inner barriers to love or blocks to love to emphasize that it's not an invitation to beat yourself up or to think that there's something wrong with you because there's not. Actually, (laughs) it's about coming back into your true real self. So really anchoring into your own essence and allowing other people to see who you are. And you will then magnetize people with whom you will actually be a match with, right? And you will repel people who are not in alignment with what it is that you want to create in terms of partnership, right? So there's a real vulnerability in that. There's a real vulnerability in showing who you are. The real vulnerability in recognizing that you may have some blocks to your self-worth or to your sense of self, that you're not fully accepting yourself, you know, that there could be a deepening of your relationship with yourself. So I know that 2023 is your year for love if you want it. It does require, though, a real commitment to it. You need to really want it. And then that's going to be what's going to give you the fuel to have the confidence and the courage to do the work 
to melt away some of those unconscious barriers. I call them unconscious vows. And to be able to be really open and be able to hold yourself with a tremendous amount of self-love and self-grace, self-compassion and self-kindness whilst you go through the process of connecting with a multitude of suitors, actually, because that's the truth. There's an abundance of people out there who could potentially be a match for you. Um, But really engaging with people with a beautiful set of boundaries, a beautiful filtering system, a good understanding of what your needs are and ability to vocalize and communicate that. This is what is essential in order to connect with other people who are also out there really sincerely doing the work and looking for love. You know, and I have a ringside seat to what's going on, not just inside of my women's lives. So my female clients, I mean, not inside of their lives, but I get to see screenshots when my clients choose to share them with me. I get to see the way that other people are showing up and I get to see the hunger and the desire for genuine partnership that is really alive on the part of every gender right now, in every age group, in every demographic, in every town, you know? People are hungry for real, genuine connection. People want to have that heart-to-heart connection. People want to have that soul connection. There are so many people out there right now who are sincerely looking for love. So love is possible in 2023, my friend. Let me tell you that. And I am excited to be able to support you with this podcast and, you know, with some of the other free stuff that I I put out there. And there's going to be lots more free content in 2023. I'm really excited to support you on this journey if you find this helpful and resonant. All right. So a little bit of a personal update from me in this episode, um, because I got so many really awesome responses to the update episode that I did back in October. So I felt really inspired to do another one. And we're back to regular programming next week where I'll be answering listener questions and I'll be diving into the types of themes that are coming up inside of my coaching containers, um, which in 2023, by the way, is actually going to be a lot more one-on-one coaching. And I'll go into some of the ways that we can work together in 2023 later in the episode, if that's interesting to you as well, stick around for that. Um, But yeah, just in terms of closing out the year 2022, one of the things I love to do closing out the year is to think back to what was the word that I said as my word of the year. And I love the simplicity of the practice of simply choosing one word for the year at the start of the year and having that word be almost like a guiding light or an intention or a home star, like something which is taking me back closer to myself, bring me home to myself, you know, something which I can breathe with and get to know on a deeper level. So a word which may feel a little out of reach or perhaps I've lost contact with and I want to embody more. So I'm curious whether you set one word for the year, whether you followed that practice. Uh, For me, the word for 2022 was being. And that was the word that just bubbled up from inside of my heart. Like I don't sort of sit there and try to figure out my word as an intellectual process. I just choose the word which is resonant with with my own heart's desire and longing. And so as I started out 2022, obviously I wanted to be a little bit more. And it's funny because I thought at the start of 2022 that being would look a lot like lounging around, <laughs> not doing much. I don't know, being a goddess in a hot tub or something. <laughs> I'm a water sign, so I'm really in my happy place and I'm in hot water particularly. <laughs> 
Um, not metaphorically, that is just very literal. <laughs> I, I, I generally like to have a very calm and harmonious type of life, but just in terms of, uh, I don't know what that's telling me about my subconscious, but I really do love it. Soaking in the hot tub. It's one of my favorite activities. Anyway, that's what I thought being would be all about. And it's funny because as I get to the end of 2022 and I look back and I was thinking to myself, if I could then choose one word in review, what would that one word be for 2022? And the word that came up for me just in the last couple of days was like breakneck, as in breakneck speed, as in really, really fast. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, like, did I go so far off course? Because my word to start the year was being, and my word to end the year was breakneck. There seemed at first glance to be absolutely no relationship between those two words. And I thought, oh my gosh, I failed with my word. (laughs) Anyway, when I thought back about 2022 though, I thought, you know what? It actually did come true. And even though things went so much faster in 2022 than perhaps they've ever gone before for me, and maybe that's also the case for you. I'm sure so many people can relate to that sense of the world almost spinning faster on its axis. But I hadn't necessarily infused my word being with the flavor of rest or relaxation. That actually would have been a very different kind of word and maybe a very different ear if I'd lived into that. But being and being at breakneck speed, like being really, really, really fast, but still being grounded and present and in a relationship or in a dance with the mystery. And there was so much mystery and there was so much, so much uncertainty for me in 2022 in lots of ways, which I'll share in a minute. But it was like, I think that for me, it gave me a different appreciation and understanding of what I suppose even that side of the polarity even means, right? It's like the, the, the sense of really being able to flow and to be in the middle of the unknown and in the middle of the movement as well was actually a really interesting experience. And so in retrospect, I would say I was able to be with breakneck speed in 2022 and and maybe the word for 2023 is going to be relax. (laughs) No, in all seriousness, I do think that the word for 2023 is going to be expansion. I'm still in the final days of 2022 as I record this. I haven't exactly set my word for 2023 yet, but I do feel like it will be along the theme of abundance. And I'm feeling like part of what the breakneck was all about, the breakneck speed was kind of to do with the amount of client work that I had, as well as the uh, uncertainty, actually, in terms of my geographic location, which was something that was out of my control, where I really did need to be with myself and to really be in a place of deep trust around what was going on, which just in terms of the geographic piece, in brief, A visa renewal process, which I've gone through multiple times in the past for the US, which usually takes about two weeks, took 14 months this time around as a result of, you know, COVID and other challenges, you know, in terms of the, um, you know, the bureaucratic side of things, um, which was really unanticipated and really a challenge. I mean, I was in the US and then I wasn't able to be in the US for the most part of 2022. And that was unscripted, that was unplanned, and there was absolutely no sense of when the green light might come to come back, right? And so this is what I mean about being and being in the mystery and also being in that state of, uh, of, you know, of of things actually moving very, very fast around me and and business particularly being very, very rapid. Um, And so, you know, of course, there was just so much 
goodness that came out of that experience. Um, one of the things was that we got to spend a chunk of time in Bali. It was wonderful to be able to go back to Bali. I ended up staying a lot longer than I thought that I was going to stay. And naturally that was an incredible gift. And I wrote another book and I'm very, very excited to share more about that either in this podcast episode or another podcast episode in the future. Um, but you know, it was also amazing to be there with my partner and for us to explore being there and also get to spend a lot more time in Australia this year than I had anticipated. And of course that's magic and wonderful to travel around Australia with my partner and spend time in different places in Australia to get a sense of where might be a place that we, you know, both really want to live long-term, you know, with Australia being my home, my permanent home, I'm Australian, you know, really wanting to um, have that sense of, 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 of that home in Australia, you know, and so probably not Canberra. Canberra is a pretty small town. I absolutely love Canberra, but I haven't lived in Canberra for a really long time. Um, and, you know, looking at Sydney, that's where I went to law school. That's where I did my PhD. Sydney is an absolutely gorgeous, wonderful place. And he loved Sydney. It's a really outdoorsy culture. And of course, you know, I love going for walks, you know, it's, it's a beautiful place and going up to Byron Bay, which is a pure magic, of course, like I thought ever since I was a little girl, actually, I thought I would live in Byron Bay. And so it was interesting though, to let that go whilst I still love Byron Bay. And it was amazing for us to be in Byron Bay. It didn't feel like the right place for us to be, um, establishing a home in Byron Bay. Um, but then going down to Melbourne, like Melbourne, the winner is Melbourne, uh, which perhaps is not that surprising because of course my partner's an artist, very sensual and such a foodie as a chef, you know, so the beautiful arts and culture scene at Melbourne is absolutely spot on. Um, you know, my mentor lives in Melbourne. So, you know, there's just a really wonderful kind of livability in Melbourne. So we absolutely loved being there and are really excited about spending our time between Melbourne and Los Angeles in 2023. So, um, so yeah, so it's a being, <laughs> being at a breakneck speed, you know, like moving around all of the time, um, and doing trips and spending time in places that was not on the agenda or not part of the plan and, and having a very full client load while doing it all, uh, definitely did mean that there was that sense of, 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 of magic and wonder and a huge amount of gratitude and that feeling of perfection at the same time as things just moving very, very, very fast all of the time um, with just not much to really hang a hat on. I've held probably um, 200 group workshops, I would say, over the last year or so. It has been constant. It has been wonderful. It has been an absolute joy and gift to support so many women on the moat crossing. And I call this the moat crossing because this is really the heroine's journey into self-love, which is the relove experience. And I've held five transformational group journeys back to back over the last 18 months or so. It's just been an amazing experience to support so many women go from being single and alone for six years, seven years, eight years, 10 years, uh, into a situation where they're feeling like really abundant and alive and connected in with their own magic and in the garden uh, of their own lives and having this multitude of suitors and experiencing courtship and all of the things and then stepping into that next level relationship where their question 
sort of is like, how do I actually open and receive all of this love? How can we even deepen into that? Like go down into the root of what some of those patterns are around not opening or not being safe to receive this, but really anchoring into that deep experience of joy and delight and receptivity around being pursued and adored and cherished has been like, it's just been beyond, you know, to lead so many people through those experiences in in the groups over over the last, you know, these five transformational journeys I've led in, in quick succession. Um, but you know what I've noticed, I really love, love, love doing in addition to the mic is just going so super deep with just a handful of women. And so really getting into that granular level of the, the moat crossing. So the part where people start to move beyond the familiarity zone, start to leave that metaphorical Island, start to, to let down some of the guards, um, the guardrails, which have been really important actually at earlier stages of one's development or one's life, you know, but now one has a greater sense of self-knowing and and a greater sense of, of what one's needs are and boundaries and understanding how to communicate and desires and all of these kind of things. Sometimes those protection mechanisms can actually be a bit out of date. Like, you know, it might be protecting against the baddies, but also protecting against love, you know, so really melting away any remaining rigidity and coming through that experience of crossing the mode, the mode of change. But you know, being in that incredible place where I'm able to really meet people at the point at which they want to turn back, like the point at which they hit resistance, the point at which they come up against a frequency fence, the point at which they come up against a blind spot, you know, and and then, of course, like the human reflex is just to turn around and go back to safety, you know, safety quotation marks, right, which is often familiarity, you know, because the unknown is actually where the richness is. That's where the intimacy is. That's where the love is. It's once you keep continuing to swim across the moat and you get to the garden, like that's where you open and you have the experiences that in your deepest heart of hearts, you know, is possible for you, right? You know, that is actually where it starts to manifest in the real world. This is actually where you start to notice a different type of suitor coming into your field. You're having a different experience while you're dating, a different experience to what you've had before, but also a different experience to what your friends might be having, you know, or what people are telling you is possible or what the media might be telling you is possible, even in the current weird moment of online dating, right? So like really moving through the moat and being in lockstep with somebody, either because we're able to go in an hour long session where it's just them, you know, in the privacy of a single session, we're really able to get to the root of something where I'm able to like keep leaning in and probing and keep asking those questions, you know, or whether it's because, you know, they've going, they've, they've had an experience, they've gone out on a date and then they're reaching out to me in between the sessions for support, because in real time, that's where they need the support to understand like, okay, cool. I'm understanding. I'm meeting up against one of my old patterns here, but like, I don't want to wait until next Tuesday, like to, to text back or meet this inside of myself. Like I'd like to have a little bit more, like a a little more help, (laughs) like in the meantime, you know, in order to really, you know, understand what is a life for me right now? Like what, what do I need to do next? Even in terms of meeting myself or this particular part of myself with deeper self-compassion, self-love or self-forgiveness, or what kind of communication it's like, actually, am I not seeing here right now? What am I missing in this screenshot? You know, so it's it's a really beautiful thing to be able to be so deep and so intimate and to support someone on that transformational journey. And this is the fast path. You know, this is where we go down into the the, the real places 
um, of, of, of really sudden breakthrough, you know, and then to be able to ensure that that breakthrough is sustainable and staying anchored in that new path, in that new way, you know, because you've really got someone who's, who's there, like there's a 360 wraparound support, right? You know, and there's only a very small number of people I have capacity to be able to do that with, you know, and this is the kind of work I think you can hear inside of my word, that this is the kind of work that has me really come alive when I'm working with somebody who's actually excited to go and like plumb the depths of the ocean floor, like, and to really do this, who's really, really ready for love, you know, and to, is going to be all in, (laughs) all in, because that's their number one priority at this particular point in time. And there's nothing wrong with you if love is not your number one priority, right? There's nothing wrong with you if like you want to kind of ease into it and explore your day and see how it goes. Like that's also fine. But it's like the kind of work which really has me feel like I'm fully coming alive in my most high priestess power and excitement, you know, is the work with those people who want to go to that depth and who really want to make those changes and they want to do it now. So that's what I'm creating space for in 2023, at least in the first quarter of 2023. I will be focusing on that one-on-one work with a small number of people, and I will be focusing on showing up more on the mic. I don't want to just be creating tiny little sound bites. I want to be creating more depth of content, which you as an intelligent woman can take, work with, noodle on, nut over, journal on, contemplate, and work on a deeper level inside of your soul with if you so choose. That's the content I feel excited to create in 2023, you know, and that's the content I intend to create with that greater depth and substance in 2023. I am over the moon about that and I need space and time to be able to create that for you. So my word for 2023 is going to be riffing along the themes of expansion, of abundance, of spreading the message and and, and sharing what it is that I've learned too. It also is exciting to me to continue to really tease out how this core method or the core algorithm that I've developed through the Relove method is going to be able to support people in other areas of stuckness or challenge or resistance as well moving forwards in 2023. Because in the one-on-one work that I have been doing, particularly over the last six months, I am finding that it's not just about love. You know, it's the same themes which are also at play in terms of money. It's also the same themes which are at play in terms of a sense of internal peace and internal resolution, resolving that internal discord, that sense of fighting against yourself, coming into this beautiful place of calmness and flow and trust and ease in all aspects of life, right? This is also very, very exciting. These are the deeper layers of what I can sense is coming underneath the core Relove method as well. So super excited about expanding into that. That's why I think my word for 2023 is going to be much more about uh, abundance. And of course, my first book is called An Abundant Life, actually. That was the Australian uh, edition. And then the US book, which came a year after that, was called Lunar Abundance. Um, But, you know, really coming into that theme of abundance and playing with that extension and expansion of possibility, again, is super exciting for 2023. So I'm curious, what is your word for 2023? What are you excited to lean into? What is your heart whispering for you for 2023? Feel free to let me know. By the way, you can always come over to my Instagram, Ezzy Spencer, and let me know. I'm always really thrilled to hear from you and be in dialogue with you as well. Um, I know, by the way, I've just mentioned how excited I am about doing the one-on-one work. And I also have mentioned how excited I am about the content that I will be creating in 2023. 
And I also know that a couple of hundred of you have joined the waitlist for the Relove Mastermind for 2023. So I just wanted to let you know, I have not forgotten about you. I am going to take a little pause because like I mentioned, I've held five transformational group journeys back to back. And then I did hold a number of group journeys before that as well. Um, But I have not forgotten about you. I will be sending out more details about the 2023 Mastermind Group Mastermind to that waitlist when more details are available. And you still can jump onto the waitlist for that over on the website, ezzyspencer.com. You can also uh, find out more about the one-on-one sessions, by the way, if you are interested in exploring one-on-one work with me. And there is a process for that. So there's information which you can go read on the website about the one-on-one work. You pop in an expression of interest form. And if I feel that I can help you, if I'm feeling from your expression of interest that there could be a resonance between, you know, what it is that you're looking for and what it is that I know that my work can can do, then I'll invite you onto a call. And so we'll have a conversation so then we can both feel comfortable and confident, you know, that we're the right match to to work together. And from there, you know, we can we can go on and devise a plan of, of working together. So just to let you know that there is a process, I will be really interested in receiving your expression of interest if what I'm saying about the one-to-one work in 2023, particularly in that first quarter of 2023, that's where I'm booking clients to start in February of 2023. I still have a couple of spots available at the time of recording this, um, then I'll yeah, be really, really interested to, to hear from you and then take the next step. So we actually, you know, have a conversation to make sure that we're on the same page around all of that as well. Um, so, you know, t- finishing 2022 back in LA was really, really fun. Um, there was an opportunity for me to write for Goop, which was absolutely fantastic. I absolutely loved being interviewed by them, actually. And then I was thrilled to see that Greta Paltrow emailed um, millions of group subscribers about the Relove Method, which was super, super exciting just a couple of weeks ago. And then the Daily Mail, which is a British tabloid, picked up the story and reported on it, which was really like surprising and wild just to go and see my, you know, they went to my Instagram and took photos from my Instagram. So there's obviously been a huge influx of new people coming into the Relove world. So welcome. If you're here, it's awesome. I'm so glad that you're here. Um, and then of course, a lot of other publications reported on the Daily Mail piece. And I was like, is this how it works? But also like really cool. So there was a bit of a snowball effect. Um, so it was lovely to finish 2022 and that feeling of that breakneck speed with there being more people coming in and to come into 2023 with that feeling of expansion. I'm so excited to connect with you and serve as well. Um, what else was I going to share? I think I've covered in a little bit more of a, a sort of a spiraling way in my episodes are usually a bit more structured than this. Um, but I think I've covered some of the, the main themes, which I wanted to share about in this episode. To summarize, I am here. I am here in California for now. I have got a new book coming down the pipeline, which I'm super excited about. I'll continue to update you about that. Um, you know, very curious about what was your word for 2022? What was your word in review for 2022? And did you find that there was alignment between those two words? And also, what is your word for 2023? What are you wanting to dance with? What are you wanting to call in in 2023? And of course, 
all the real love magic is over on the website ezyspencer.com a cool quiz over there where you can see if you're feeling a little blocked in love i recommend that you go and you do the quiz because it comes with an awesome love potion as well which will help you to start to dissolve some of those blocks to love and help you really connect in with what it is that uh is your own guiding light in terms of love so head on over to ezyspencer.com and check it out i'm wishing you the most magical 2023 and i know that love is so possible for you this year.